The phenomenon that today we know as electricity was first observed around 2750 BC by ancient Egyptians. They observed a fish that could shock people. The fish became known as the Thunder of the Nile. It took many centuries before scientists began to understand the properties of electricity and how it could be used as a source of energy. It was not until the late 19th century that scientists began to invent devices which could use electricity to do something useful. As scientists and inventors alike began to develop the use of electricity, a war of the currents was arising. One of the forces fighting this battle was the featured inventor of today's episode, Nikola Tesla. You're listening to Ahead of Their Time, a story of the world's forgotten inventors. I'm your host, Ryan Hayes. Let's jump in. Static electricity provides a current made up of a steady stream of particles known as electrons. Much like a stream of water, these electrons move in one direction. The single direction the electrons flow in is referred to as direct current, or DC. Famous inventor Thomas Edison was a main proponent of using DC to power his inventions. In 1892, the first electrical power distribution system was turned on, providing 110 volts DC to 59 customers near Thomas Edison's lab in Lower Manhattan. Inventor, engineer, and entrepreneur George Westinghouse became interested in electricity, but saw some flaws in Edison's DC system. One major concern Westinghouse held was that Edison's DC system was incredibly inefficient. Edison's direct current system used low voltage, but required enormously high currents. This use of high currents equated to significant power loss and low efficiency. This, however, was not the only flaw of the DC system. Different devices, such as lights and motors, required different DC voltages to operate. This meant many different electrical lines had to be run from the plant to the customer to supply the proper voltage level to each machine so that they could run properly or at all. Westinghouse had heard of a number of Europeans tinkering with the novelty concept called alternating current, or AC. Alternating current had the ability to step up voltage for transmitting long distances using a transformer. Transmitting the current at high voltage meant it would be transmitted with low current, which made this system tenfold more efficient than Edison's system because with the higher voltage and the lower current, there was much, much less power loss when transmitting the power. So the voltage would be stepped up when it left the plant, and when it reached the customer, a tr- another transformer would then step down the voltage so that it could be easily used by consumers to power all of their devices. Edison's system, DC, 
could not be stepped up or stepped down. Four years after the first DC power distribution system went into operation, George Westinghouse and several of his colleagues installed the first AC transmission system in Barrington, Massachusetts. A generator produced 500 volts AC and stepped it up using a transformer to 3,000 volts AC. The high voltage was transmitted across the power lines and then stepped down to 100 volts AC using another transformer. The voltage was used to operate lights and it worked very successfully. So, we know that AC power worked great for operating lights, as George Westinghouse and his colleagues proved. But what else could it be used for? This is where today's featured inventor, Nikola Tesla, comes into play. The answer, Tesla discovered, was electric motors. But first, let's talk a little bit about Tesla's history. Thomas Edison hired Tesla to work for him on improving his DC system of electricity. In exchange for his work, Edison promised to pay Tesla $50,000. Pretty hefty sum of money at the time. Pretty hefty sum of money today. However, when it came time to pay up after Tesla completed his work, Edison told Tesla he was just joking about the money. Not surprisingly, Tesla quickly parted ways with Edison and took a job as a day laborer digging ditches. Ironically, the ditches he was digging were going to be used by the Edison Electric Company. When word of Tesla reached George Westinghouse, he quickly hired him. Tesla got to work, and by 1888, had introduced the polyphase electric motor. After Tesla's addition to the development of AC, Edison began to sense he was losing the war of currents. He tried to discredit Westinghouse by fabricating a claim that AC was too dangerous. Edison went as far as to hire an engineer to devise a system that could kill animals using AC. You heard that correctly. The war of currents concluded in 1893 when Westinghouse's company was awarded to set up an AC transmission for demonstration at the Chicago World Fair. Today, we take AC power for granted. We run many devices on AC power. In fact, AC power allows you to charge your phone, enabling you to listen to this very podcast. While the equipment used to generate and transmit AC power has improved over time, the same basic philosophy developed by Westinghouse and Nikola Tesla still apply today. Nikola Tesla is best known for his contributions to the design of the AC method of electrical supply. Tesla had no formal degree as he dropped out of Graz University of Technology in what is currently Austria. However, Tesla had an expansive list of inventions credited to him. The list contains many, many inventions featuring his name, such as the Tesla coiler, Tesla power, and the Tesla tower, to name a few. But one particular invention 
that caught my eye as I was reading through the list was the death ray. The death ray was a theoretical particle beam that could be employed as a weapon by militaries. Pretty crazy stuff. The only thing that seemed to rival Nikola Tesla's list of inventions is his list of awards, including, ironically, the Edison Medal, awarded to him in 1916. By the end of his life, Tesla was penniless, living out of a small hotel room in New York City. He spent his days in a park surrounded by the things that mattered most to him, pigeons. His restless nights were spent milling over mathematical equations and scientific problems in his head. Tesla believed throughout all of his life that his mind was rivaled by none, and he certainly wasn't above letting others know it. Once writing of Thomas Edison, if Edison had a needle to find in a haystack, he would proceed at once with the diligence of the bee to examine straw after straw until he found the object of his search. I was a sorry witness of such doing that a little theory and calculation would have saved him 90% of his labor. When I said that Tesla spent his nights milling over mathematical equations and scientific problems in his head, I truly meant that he was doing such things in his head. Tesla had an unusual, natural intellect, able to memorize entire books and store logarithmic tables in his brain. He picked up extremely quickly on languages and was able to work through days and nights on only a few hours of sleep. Nikola Tesla, whose genius could not be rivaled, lacked the business genius of the inventors he chastised, such as Thomas Edison. Tesla licensed his AC motors and power systems to Westinghouse for a fee of $60,000 in stock and cash options, with an addition of heavy royalties based on how much electricity Westinghouse could sell. As AC took off, winning the War of the Currents, Westinghouse feared ruin over the royalties he had agreed to pay Tesla and begged him for, for relief from them. Westinghouse told Tesla, quote, your decision determines the fate of the Westinghouse company. Grateful to the man who never tried to swindle him, Tesla tore up the royalties agreement, tearing up millions of dollars that he was already owed and walking away from billions that would have been acquired in the future. Had Tesla held to his contract, he would most certainly have been one of the wealthiest men in the world. Instead, he died penniless, as we previously mentioned. So today, we asked Nikola Tesla for forgiveness for taking his remarkable innovations with AC voltage for granted. From Egyptian times to today, many of us observe electricity, but don't understand or appreciate it to its full potential. Join me in recognizing Nikola Tesla for his remarkable contributions to society. Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Head of Their Time, a story of the world's forgotten inventors. I'm Ryan Hayes. See you next time. Thank you.
dying to hear a certain inventor featured on the podcast? Send us a voice message on Anchor and let us know who you'd like to see featured next. Look forward to hearing your submissions. Thank you.